Are you ready to start living and creating your life from possibility, joy, and ease? What if every day could be a miraculous adventure? Welcome to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. Join us for a dynamic conversation of creation and possibility. Now, here is our host, creatress of magnitude, Heather Nichols. Welcome, everybody, to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. This is Heather Nichols, and I'm super, super excited. This week, we have an amazing, phenomenal, beautiful being with us, Dr. Dane here. Um, Dane is, uh, I mean, he's a, he's a unicorn. He's, a <laughs> he's phenomenous walking. He's um, one of the founders and creators of Access Consciousness, um, creator of the Being You classes, movement, um, author of the Being You Changing the World book, and, and just really phenomenal being in the world, creating so much change and um, contribution everywhere he goes and everything he does. And I am just grateful and honored to have you here today, Dane. Thank you. Heather, thank you for having me. I love that introduction. I think (laughs) I'm going to try to use that from now on. You know, you'd be out there in the world and people would be like, he's a unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that is. Exactly. That's awesome. I know, right? It's just the credentials sometimes don't quite do it justice, you know? So yeah. We have I, to you embellish. Know, exactly. Yeah. You have to say energetically what is actually true. Exactly. Whatever that is for each of us. Exactly. And thank you. <laughs> and we're, we're, um, we're having Being You Month on, on the show, and it's so funny. Yay! I know, I know. And I'm like, Being You Month, it's actually Being You Life. Being you forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah, Not exactly. Just for a month, you know, because being you right. is kind of like woven through everything I do and I know everything you do and everything that lots of us do. And um, yes. Yeah. So we're just sort of like, you know, yeah, we're, highlighting we're, we're highlighting. Exactly. We're putting a spotlight on the whole being you thing. Exactly. You know, one of the things that's interesting is before I wrote the book and it came out in 2011, you didn't see being you, being you is not a valuable product. And now you see, Oh, just be you, you know? And, and I mean, just it's everywhere now. And it's Mm -hmm. funny because the founder of access, Gary Douglas, he said to me when I completed, well, was we were in the completion phase of the book. And so we were coming up with a title and Katerina came up with this brilliant title being you changing the world. And I went, yes. And he said, don't call it that. And I was like, (laughs) Uh, what do you mean? He's like, the world is not ready for that. You'll sell no books. <laughs> and I went, uh, thank you. That's exactly what it's going to be called. Because sometimes people, one of the, even like, so for Gary, he's somebody that I trust dynamically. And he, one of the very first times I met him, he steered me astray on the title for a class. <laughs> and he, I love this. He told me to call this class because I was going away to do my first class. I said, what should I do it on? He said, how about fun? And I went, okay. You know, and I trusted my Gary guru. He's no longer my guru, by the way. Um, in fact, I don't have one except me and consciousness and awareness now. But, um, you know, and this was the worst class I had ever, fac- uh, my first class, and it was the worst class I've ever facilitated. And there was not one person having any fun. And when I called him, I'm like, Gary, the class sucked. He's like, well, 
did you get lighter or heavier when I said to do it? I went, strangely, I was heavier, but I didn't follow it because, number one, I like fun. But number two, you had said to do it. He said, don't trust me over you ever. Yeah. And I went, okay. So fast forward 11 years later to 2011, don't call the book being you changing the world. My reply was, fuck you and thank you. <laughs> and and part of part of the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's so applicable in business. You know, if you are, no matter what area you are in business, and, and please also recognize that you as an employee should treat your job like your own business. You know, you want to be responsible for tip to, you know, top to toenails, basically, and be willing to do and be anything. Um, but any form of business that you're in, including a job, it's like, you know, and one of the essential, essential things that you have to get in that is to follow that knowing. And that's also part of being you in business because you have awarenesses that nobody else has. Yeah. Now that doesn't, we, we seem to, you know, the people listening to this show seem to have this weird point of view that if you know, or if you continuously follow that, you're going to be one of those closed minded people who doesn't allow input from anybody else. Oh, no, 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 no. You allow all the input, but the buck stops here. And you're the one who knows this was lighter. This was heavier. This will create a greater future. This will create a lesser future. And if you're out there going, I would love to know those things, but I don't. Actually, you do. You just never acknowledge it. You've never allowed yourself to really ask the question, what do I know here that nobody else does? And that's the vital part of us being us in the business and, and us being us in the sense of, accessing what is unique about us because that's really in a sense what our business is it's a unique expression of us interacting with the world yeah well and oh gosh eight million questions um right (laughs) i love that you brought that up because that's actually been something that's been i've been looking at a lot lately because you know, I have a background in therapy and, you know, spiritual, other spiritual modalities. And there's such a, there's such a um, sort of like premium placed on uh, like the feedback that we get from other people as if that's this, you know, people are a mirror and all this stuff. And, you know, I know, I know. People are not a mirror. I know. People people are, (laughs) well, let's just put it this way. People are stupid. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. the only people you want to listen to are the people that are more brilliant than you now that doesn't mean everybody can't give their feedback but the only thing that you take that determines the direction of your next steps the direction of the business or anything else is the people that are that where you hear it it creates a lightness and it creates more than what you currently have and creates a sense of space it's not a democracy, kids, even yeah. though it seems like it. <laughs> your you know? your life is not a democracy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Meme. <laughs> Meme. <laughs> your life is not a democracy. Your business is not a democracy. Yeah. You know, believing awesome. that you need input from everybody who's got a point of view yeah. sucks, does not work. Also, because the people that have the strongest points of view usually have the strongest judgments. And judgment mm-hmm. kills. It never creates. Judgment yeah. has not once created. Not one. Not one time. Yep. I've noticed that. I've noticed mm-hmm. that. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's it's amazing. And and we I I just I realized how like 
trained and entrained I was into that kind of reality. And, and uh, so just choosing that, just choosing to go, okay, I, I love that. My life is not a democracy, you know? And it's like, I do, we do know, we do know so much more than we give ourselves credit for. Yes. So much more. And, and the, the thing about knowing is it's got a lightness to it. It doesn't have any feeling to it. Yeah. People keep looking for this massive feeling or these sensations or these chills up and down their spine or something. No, knowing is, okay, what, and here's a great question for everybody out there. What will my life, if it's about your life, or what will the business be like in five years if we do this and if we don't? Yeah. And your only real, your only real thing to look at is yes or no. Like, do we do it or do we not? Now, and I mean, look at this, for example, we have this castle in Italy that we purchased, as you know. Um, and if, you know, to look on the outside, you would have looked and gone, wait a minute, this thing requires way too much renovation. It's going to be way too much work involved. You're already got a worldwide business there. Like there's going to be time and energy to handle this thing too. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and yet the question was yes or no. Mm-hmm. Now, Gary was the one willing to say yes. I was saying no, because I had some very fixed points of view and some moderately fixed points of view and then some slightly fixed points of view <laughs> regarding money, time, possibilities, future. Um, but what it's turning into is beyond brilliant. It is a place of elegance and possibilities and it has an energy and a space to it where everybody who goes there goes, oh, my God. Like, you can't even describe it. You can try to describe it and tell people. You know, the pictures and videos do it a little bit of justice. But being there is the only thing that really gives you that actual sense of what it truly is. And that was yes or no. Yeah. Now, I, I have to also say, just going through this process, and this is one of the other things. Sorry, I had a couple reasons for bringing that up. One was you don't have to know the how before you make the choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, for most of the choices that are actually going to change reality or change your business for the greater, there is no way to know the how before you make the choice. I'm watching a big lion head being carted out of my house. It's very interesting. Um, <laughs> I mean, like the, I'm like, wow. Okay. Um, so there really is no, and I just realized that, you know, nobody can see me doing that weird face anyway. So anyway, that's, that was what's going on in my moment right there. But, <laughs> but there truly is no way to know the how for something that is going to be world changing, life changing or business changing. And we keep getting stuck in looking for the how before we'll make the damn choice. Yeah. Now I am part of running a company that went from 44 countries to 174 countries in the space of about two and a half to three years that continues to grow about 20% or more annually. And it's all based on not knowing how it's happening. But when we get a yes, we do it. Now here's the other thing that sticks us. So this castle is a great example, but the other thing that sticks us is we keep trying to rationalize and logicize our choices, Mm -hmm. especially in business. And here's the funny part. Okay. A lot of the, the humanoids of the world, the seekers of the world are, they've shied away from business their entire lives because they never wanted to live this rational life where it was all about money. Well, that's not what business is. And if you look at 
people who are extremely successful in business who make a huge amount of money, all of them follow the energy. Mm-hmm. There's not one of them who's personally dynamically wealthy and successful that does it rationally. Now, they may tell you they do. They may act like they do. They may think they do. Most of them know that they don't, but they don't want, they can't tell you how they got there. Yeah. And all of them follow the energy. And, and the ones that are really, really dynamically successful don't look for the how first. They go, oh yeah, we're going to do this. Okay, cool. We're going to do this. Now, cool. Now how? Yeah. Okay, we're going to do this. There's the choice has been made. This is going to be occurring now. Now, universe, baby, show me the way. Mm-hmm. Hook a brother up, hook a sister up, hook a business up, because consciousness and this big old universe in which we spin, of which, by the way, its molecules include yours, the ones of your body and your business, yeah. uh, and its energy include yours, the, your body and your business, um, will contribute to you if we ask, but we keep looking for the how, and it's how we destroy most of what we could be creating. Mm. And how we paralyze ourselves from choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I tell people that a lot when I'm doing, like in business classes, um, you're, you're, like you can fire yourself from the how. Like you never have to know yep. how again. And it can, exactly. be, it can be really like uh, an edgy possibility for people. And it can also be such a relief because we, you can't know how anyway. And yet we just run around looking for the how everywhere, which takes you out of being you and into some other universe that doesn't really work. And so it's like, it's not even pragmatic to figure out how, cause it doesn't really work. And no, exactly. <laughs> but everybody's so, doing it. Yeah. You know, and I think, I think one of the difficulties is a lot of people out there have all these definitions of what, a business person is and what somebody in business does. So all those definitions, we destroy and create all those, please. Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what definitions are you using to create the, what definitions of business, business people and you as a business person are you using to ensure you will never succeed as you know you could, are you choosing? Hmm. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I'm assuming processing is okay on this. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what definitions of you, what definitions of business, you as a business person and you are using to ensure that you never succeed as you know you should and could, are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion we destroy and create a place. Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <clears throat> so... Um, (laughs) there's, I'm just looking at this, like changing the world thing, being you changing the world thing. And, and I, one of the things that's been so cool for me about the access consciousness and these conversations is really looking at business as one of those, like that, you know, the, the purpose of business is to actually change the world. And it doesn't have, it doesn't, you know, mean that you have to like be a coach, you know, <laughs> like you can, yes. you know, there's a whole benevolent capitalism conversation and just like, what if your business, whatever it is that you're doing was a contribution to a greater world. Um, 
Can you talk about that? I don't even know what my specific Well, first, is. let's put it this way. You being and doing anything as you is a contribution to a greater world. Yeah. Because you function from a space of allowance. You function from a space of no judgment. You function from a sense of possibilities instead of impossibility. And you function from the question when some trauma, drama, or problem is brought up of what else is possible rather than contributing to the trauma and drama. You know, if we take that to a worldwide scale, I mean, if you look at the, you know, the friggin' missiles being flown into Israel or bombs, you know, uh, in Israel right now is one example. Um, and, you know, you look at the world and it looks like the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Well, if you go down that road, you're contributing to the world going to hell in a handbasket. If yeah. instead you go, wow, this is interesting. I wonder what else is actually possible here. And I wonder what this is actually showing us that we haven't acknowledged. And one of those things, um, Gary and I have been looking at this really dynamically. And one of the things we looked at was, even though it looks like the world is falling apart and the worst is showing up, just like everybody knew it, wouldn't it just getting worse? My sense is it's, it's limitations, final hurrah, doing everything it can to bring down the ship before the ship sails off and it can't do it anymore. Uh. And so... You know, do you get lighter? Do you relax when I say it? Yes. Yeah. Limitation. I hear that in your voice. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. And, you know, and remember, what's true makes you lighter. A lie makes you heavier. I say that to remind everybody else. I know you know this. And, but it's like, if you recognize that, then, then that's part of the being you that changes the world by doing anything, even if you're cleaning toilets. Yeah. Because you are a space that does not allow this messed up insane world to to per, be perpetrated any further than you know like the buck stops with you it doesn't have to go any further you know and people can bring all the trauma and drama to your door but it stops at your door and you're like uh-uh not going there thank you very much and you know one great example um you know on the we have the being you certified facilitators like yourself that are doing these being you adventure classes that are these amazing friggin' explorations with no prereqs of what it's like to actually be you, you know, for an evening, an evening in a day, two and a half days, whatever it is. And these amazing people are going out and being them. And so we have this WhatsApp thread and there was this guy working at a store who had this autistic kid come in with his father. And in the video, you see this, you see this clerk at like Whole Foods or something, right? And, or at this whatever store. And you see this guy, this autistic kid putting juices in, you know, to where they go. Cause the guy was restocking. And, and so the father filmed it and this video ended up going viral. And the guy was here on the news and it brought so much joy to this autistic kid to be able to help this guy and do something that was not just normal, but it was like something where he was contributing, but also being received. And so it gave this autistic kid, the autistic kid was so happy. Yeah. It's like, he was just thrilled. And then the checker was like, you know, being interviewed on the news after this video is played. And he goes, I just, I was just being me. He's like, I just wanted to contribute to somebody else. I just wanted to make their day better. I just, I just wanted to, you know, make them happy. 
Yeah. And I was like, that is exactly what being you is. I mean, um, that one yeah. video right there yeah. is, is the expression of it. And when you function your business from there too, you start to function from this benevolent capitalism perspective where everybody wins, you know, mm-hmm. benevole, good for all. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the thing we have to realize is if we win, others win too. Yeah. Not that my point of view is usually about winning, but if you put it in those terms, people go, oh, I thought if I won, other people lost. No. How about let's all win greater as each of us succeeds? Yes. Let's. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And you don't have to be Pollyanna to have that. It's really practical, actually. Totally. Because when you contribute more to your employees, for example, and maybe you don't have employees, maybe you have contractors, maybe you have people you know, maybe you're a sole proprietor, but when you contribute more to whoever is interacting with you, you get that paid back at least tenfold mm-hmm. every single friggin' time. Now it may not be direct that you get it from that person, but what you get back from the universe is this massive contribution in the energies that you've been asking for. And it, what goes around comes around in a wonderful way. Yeah, that the contribution conversation has been up a lot in access lately and um, such a gift, um, I know, to so many people. And even just that video, you know, of the in, in the grocery store, it's such an example of that, like the guy just going, oh, I can, you know, I mean, for him, he was just like, I'm doing my job here as a kid. Hey, I can have him help me. It'll be cool, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the whole world is like, Oh my God, you're amazing. You know, and mm-hmm. he's, and I love how on the video, he's like, his little like lower lip is quivering and he's got these tears. And he's got tears. And he's like, <laughs> I just, I was just being me, you know? And on one hand, it's like, well, why do we make such a big deal out of that? Like it, it's sort of like should be what's happening everywhere. And then on yeah. the other hand, it's like, yes, you know, this yes. is, really required yes and i i think part of the reason we make such a big deal about it is because it is we're we are living you know we're like living in a parched desert yeah desiring the the sustenance and the nurturing you know that being is and and i mean if you look at it like look at the people that are famous on this planet what level of being do any of them have yeah and with the preponderance of reality shows, it's like the least being a person has the, the, the smallest amount of being a person has guarantees that they will probably get a reality show. You know, (laughs) if they're horrendous, if they're traumatic and dramatic, if they have absolutely no being, then they'll probably get a reality show, you know, and, and people watch this stuff. And I'm like, how do you watch this? How do you even spend a moment of your time interested in these people and their insanity, but that's the world we live in. And yet there's this whole part of the population that's looking and going, wait a minute, I desire something different. Mm-hmm. I know this is popular to everybody else, but I desire more kindness. I desire less trauma and drama. I desire more connection with people, you know, and, and rather than living our lives, watching the train wrecks of other people's stupid realities and calling it reality TV, like, Let's create ours and create a different world. Let's. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
Um, I think we're going to take a break there. Uh, there's a lot of things I'd like to dive into. And um, so we're going to take a break and we will do that cool. when we come back. Okay. We'll back in a moment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series. My gift to you. What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you. You always do. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now, back to Creating Beyond Reality. Welcome back, everybody. This is Creating Beyond Reality Radio Show, and um, we have a very special guest, Dr. Dane, here with us this week. We're talking about being you, being the change, changing the world, um, creating a different reality. Um, and I wanted to pick up on where we left off before the break um, with this, where you, you know, you said, let's, let's create a different reality. Like we're, you know, we're asking for 
we look around the world and it's so easy sometimes to get kind of, you know, um, a little hopeless. <laughs> a <laughs> <You know>? little? <laughs> yeah. <what> see. <laughs> um, and to think that somehow we have to, um, we have to like fight that or we have to change that. And you've been talking a lot lately about, um, you know, one of the things of sort of like ignoring this reality so that you can create your, what is true for you. And then also just yeah. really just creating what you know, knowing what you know and starting to create it in the world. Yeah. Similarly to, you know, how the guy at the grocery store did that we were talking about in the first segment, that is yeah. an act of creating a different reality, you know, and yes. I love that that video went viral. So a lot of times we make that a very significant thing. It's a lot of hard work. We have to battle. We have to go to war. We have to fight, you know, yes. the, what is, you know, and yes, yet, you know, it's just, Maybe once we fight it all, things will be different. (laughs) Maybe once we kill all the stupidity on the planet, then we can have our happy, connected, abundant reality. I I think that's probably true. Yeah. That makes me so much lighter. (laughs) Yeah, right. So, So one of the things that I've spoken about very recently that you're talking about and alluding to, I just want to put into very simple terms, is... You know, we've been trying to fight this reality for a long time in order to have ours. We've been trying to kill this reality for a long time in order to have ours. Instead of that, let's just create ours. Yeah. In other words, rather than trying to kill this reality to have your reality, rather than continuously fighting it to have your reality, stop fighting it. Yeah. The way you disempower this reality and defang it is by ignoring it. Because if you go to fight it, you're in that resistance and reaction. And it doesn't do anything good or great for anybody. What it does is it brings you down to the level of this reality to have that fight. Yeah. Instead, if you ask, if I were creating my reality instead of, and I no longer had to fight this one or try to kill this one or even think about or give a shit about this one what would I choose? And if you look at that, for example, and you're like, well, well, okay, here I am. I'm in a pile of poo, but I'd like to be happy. Well, if you have the definition that you have to fight this reality or kill it in order to have something that is not that, well, now you have to fight everything that creates poo that you're aware of in your world and creates the unhappiness and the trauma and drama to try to change that so that you can have the happiness. Yeah. And, but if you don't, then you go, wait a minute, I'm in a pile of poo. I'd like to be happy. Oh, I'll choose happy. Yeah. Well, and the thing is like when we resist and react to something, we, we, we have already aligned and agreed with it as something that's real and true. And so you're actually perpetuating what it is that you're trying to fight by fighting it because you believe it, you know, exactly. (laughs) If you're just like, no, this isn't even real. Um, it's just, you know, something that people are just making up and buying as true. And I know something different. Um, there's just so much more ease. With- well, if, so let's, so that alignment and agreement thing that you just talked about, putting it in simple terms, you know, which is what you said also is you're making it real. Mm-hmm. You don't fight against something that you don't believe is real. Like you don't fight unicorns. 
you know, like, cause you don't think they're real. No, they actually are more real than the stupid shit we see around us. Um, more than punicorns, you know, which is most of <laughs> the people that are walking around. Um, but that's the thing where you decide it's real. That's what alignment and agreement is. Yeah. And then, and so, and then the thing that you said about, if you realize that none of this is real, well, my point of view is I don't even go that far. I just go, I don't give a shit if it's real or not. Mm. It's not relevant to my life. It's not relevant to my reality. It's not relevant to where I would like to be and what I'd like to do in the next 10 seconds. Yeah. It's not relevant to creating. It's not relevant to any form of creation. It's only relevant to unhappiness and destruction. Yeah. So I'm going to spend more energy on that. No, I don't think (sighs) that's awesome. Oh my God. Let's have a cigarette. Mm. Hello, <laughs> exactly. Now we know why you called me a unicorn. <laughs> exactly. So wow. here's a great process that you can use that most people. So here's a great process. When you are in the middle of the funk and you don't know how to get out, you don't know which way is up. You don't know your ass from all in the ground. Um, or maybe where your head is, is that hole in the ground. I don't know. Or your ass. Anyway, um, when you need a glass stomach to see where you're going, here's a great process. Uh, what problem am I trying to solve with the problem I am choose? No. What problem am I trying to solve with this? And this means basically all of that yuck you're choosing. Like all the sense mm-hmm. of like, oh my God, this da- uh, separation, smallness, yuck, not creative, not happy, blah, blah. What problem am I trying to solve with this that I'm not actually solving? Everything that is times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. What problem are you trying to solve with this that you're not actually solving? So if you look at that, the reason I say that is because we have been oriented to solving problems. We've been oriented toward having problems we've been oriented to solving problems and we have this weird idea that creation is occurs through the process of solving problems. No. Now here's the weird part though. You can, you can go through the same exact thing, but when your point of view isn't that it's a problem, it doesn't have this draggy energy that ends up going to sort of a dead end and doesn't really expand. You can, change a situation rather than have to create a problem out of it and it'll lead to more possibilities. So I was in this um, being you class that I was doing in China and if you want an interesting experience, do a being you class in China. Um, <laughs> it's very title, you know, is, is interesting in comparison to the reality that's there. Yeah. And so what happened was for the first day and a half, people were getting up and saying, Oh, I want to solve this problem with my husband. I want to solve this problem with money. I want to solve this problem with my body. I have this pain. Can you help me? I am crazy. Can you help? And I was like, okay. And I was rather intense, uh, after the, um, first day. And I said, guys, I am not here to solve your problems. I am here for possibilities. I'm here to, inspire, invite, cajole, manipulate, do whatever the hell I have to do to get you to actually choose something called you. And I get that you have no idea what it is. And I get that your entire reality is based on problems, 
But if this is where you want to go, I'm done. Class is mm-hmm. over now, even though we have two more days. So you make a choice tonight where you want to go and I will see you tomorrow. And if we're going down problem road, I'm just going to stop. And all the Chinese looked at me with the big wide eyes, you know, probably wider eyes than they've ever looked at anybody before. And so he came in the next morning and it had created a totally different energy because <laughs> they didn't realize there was something different possible. Yeah. And one of the things I got from that is the awareness that most people don't realize there's something different possible, yeah. especially when they're in that mode. But so that was one thing. But the other part about it was there was a lady who went to ask a question and she said, wow, you know what? I have been having this question for the last day and a half. And, you know, she was going to ask it the night before, but I was like, I'm done with class. Let's come back tomorrow and you can ask it then. And she said, I've had this question for a day and a half and I realized that it was function. It was couched in a problem. I made it a problem and I was asking you to solve my problem. She said, after what you said yesterday and after I've been looking at this differently, and this is after she asked her question and got it changed, by the way, she said, I realized that I'm not asking, I'm asking the same question about the same situation, but I'm not asking from this is a problem to be solved. I'm asking from what can be changed here and what other possibility is available here. Mm, So different. So different. Yeah. So any area that any of you have in your business or your life as your business or your life or your family or anything that continuously comes up and is continuously having this sort of heavy trauma and drama energy or whatever you would describe it as, you want to ask what problem am I creating this as? And what problem am I trying to solve with the problem I am creating this as that it's not solving? (laughs) What? (laughs) I know. Let's try that one more time. So everything that is right, wrong, good and bad, bot and bock, all nine, two, plus none. So what problem are you trying to solve with the problem you are creating that as that it's not solving? Mm. Everything that is times a gazillion, right, wrong, good and bad, bot and bock, all nine, two, plus none. Let me give you an example. When I was a little kid, um, I, uh, my entire family, I mean, everybody was beyond pathetic. And that was just the way that they were. And in addition, my mom took me at two years old to go live in the ghetto with a highly, highly abusive family that uh, I can't even begin to tell you how abusive. And so here I am, little creative humanoid, friggin', you know, (laughs) massive creative capacities, okay? (laughs) But what I learned to do is I learned to turn it so everything became a problem. Hmm. Now, with as much creative capacity as I have, holy shit, when I do something like that, it's still, (laughs) uh uh-huh, it's been (laughs) dynamic and it's, you know, still been haunting me. (laughs) Um, though it's been changing dramatically, um, over many years, of course, but especially it's so little of it is there right now. Thank goodness. But so what I did was I created the problem of having a problem so I could solve the problem that everybody around me always had to have a problem. And I thought, I'm sure nobody else out there has done that. Yeah, no. So everything that is times a gazillion, we destroy and create a place. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, choice, boys, man. So once again, how many of you have created problems to solve the problem that everybody out there has a problem? 
and how many problems do you create you having so you cannot be the only one without a problem and how many of you experienced somebody who was mean and kind or abusive every time you didn't have a problem and every time you weren't pathetic so you learned that the only way to not be abused or the only way to get some caring kindness love joy uh connection with your family was to create a problem so now your entire life is about creating problems while pretending that you don't have any problems while pretending that you're not creating problems while continuously creating problems so that you can get what you actually desire, which is to solve other people's problems. <laughs> and maybe in the process, get them to love you. Everything that is times a gazillion. We just run in creative place. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. <laughs> this is, um, there, there's a clearing from years ago that I love, that I use a lot of what stupidity are you using to create conclusion as the solution to the problem you cannot solve? You know, and it's just, I love that. That. it's like we just running around, you know, creating, making up problems that we cannot solve, you know, and looking for the solution and looking for the conclusion rather than just, I mean, I love that you went into that class that at the end of the day, you just said, we're going to be, this is going to be over. Like I, this is not like, there's something that I know here as possibility. There's conversations that I know we could be having. We're not having them and I'm making a demand that we have them or, you know, or just, I'm not going to be part of the problem conversations, you know, and, yeah, and like how, what changed as a result of that. And that is, just case in point, you know, of going, there is a possibility here. I'm going, you know, who, yeah. who would like to come? Exactly. You know? And, and by the way, if you don't want to come, no problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem. I will go eat lo mein, you know, or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> I will go eat extremely spicy noodles. <laughs> hundred year old eggs. Did you have hundred year old eggs in China? Do they still serve uh, No, I, I think they were like eight week old. They anyway, story for another time. Yeah, that was. I went there when I was <laughs> like fourteen, and I thought that was the most un unappetizing thing I didn't understand. <laughs> Isn't it great? You know, you're in a different country, and you know somebody comes and they want to give you, you know, the delicacy of the place, and you try it, and you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna try not to vomit on you. Thank you I for know. caring about me so much. Could you care less next time, you know? <laughs> yeah, we couldn't. My brother and I couldn't wait to get to McDonald's. <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah so, um, so let's talk more about that. Just the, I mean, it, you know, you and I had this conversation um, the other day. I was, I was having some problems and... <laughs> and um it was so cool because it just it was such a it was i was just saying before we started recording it was such a brilliant um like demonstration of being you and just like really expanded my awareness of what that is and and how when we are being us truly things are ease yeah Everything they shows just up are. as ease. And it's, they it's just are. Like this thing that's just sort of like seems impossible in the world. And yet, as soon as I got to that and I was like, oh, shit, I haven't been being me for about eight months, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
it just, everything just went poof. Yep. And all of a sudden, I mean, it was literally like, I, that's what I love about this stuff is like, you know, one little moment like that awareness, clearing, whatever choice, all of it, you know, and different reality, totally different reality. Totally different reality. And like you said, when you're being you, there's just this lightness, there's this ease. And it's interesting because so many people on this planet don't realize it can exist. Yeah. I cannot, it's amazing to me. Like, I truly do not know how people survive on this planet without access consciousness tools. You know, that's not to say you got to come to class all the time, but dear God, get some tools into your belt. You know, it's like, and so because they're all about actually getting you to that being. And one of the other interesting things is to see how, to see how people's worlds lighten up, the more, uh, the more I'll see them in class or the more they use the tools, you know, over time, how using this, lightens up your world more and more and more and more and more and how so many people in the world have been looking for this magic pill where it's like, Oh, change my life and everything right now. So I don't have to choose again. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, this isn't the matrix. You know, this isn't, you know, this is where concerted use of this creates more and more and more and more and more as you go along. Yeah. And so I say that because, you know, part of what you and I want to let people know is that this lightness is actually possible and it's a livable, breathable choice that's available for everybody here, including all of us. Yeah. And, you know, so, so we'll talk about that. So number one, acknowledge it's available, but also acknowledge that when people have it, they have this lightness, but it really is about getting over the points of view rather than having more points of view, getting over the idea of problems and needing to, have a problem to try to solve problems, you know, like just take your little problem rucksack or your, you know, 18 wheeler that you travel behind that travels behind you and just park it at the rest area and move on, you know? And then, you know, and then the other part of that is the, the, if we don't have to fight this reality anymore, if we don't have to try to kill it to have ours, then we, we just, get to choose and we don't get stuck in making this reality real so we can fight it so we can kill it so we can have our reality just ignore this reality yeah you don't have to do anything to it you don't have to fight it you don't have to fight the trumps of the world fighting them doesn't work yeah but being something that cannot be stopped being something that has this space being something that has this gentleness and this kindness and this inclusion and this sense of possibilities that works and that changes the world yeah. And it's like that amazing video of the guy in the grocery store, you know, it's yep. not rocket science. It's not complex. It's not, you know, you have to go be on a stage in front of thousands of people and you know, that that's a choice too, but it's like, it's these little moments, you know, that we create just being in the world and interacting with people and engaging with them and being a kindness that doesn't exist. Exactly that. Be the kindness that doesn't exist. You know, because, and one of the other things that I've said thousands of times, and people are actually starting to understand what I'm talking about, which surprises me. (laughs) At least people who've been to many of my classes, I guess, um, which is that when you be the space of something different, you open up that space and allow it to exist for everybody else on this planet that's desiring it, but doesn't know where to find it. Yeah. 
And based on your unique life experience, you are the space of something unique and something different. But when you choose to stop fighting this reality, for example, and creating yours, when you, when you have experienced abuse and you overcome letting that run your life, you become the space for those things to exist for other people. And because we're all highly energetically aware, whether we want to acknowledge it or not, and when the space of something new becomes available, it's like everybody who's been desiring it goes, wait a minute, I, I can almost smell it like rain in the air. Like, mm-hmm. I'd like to have that now, mm-hmm. you know, and who knows, it could be you that, that literally made this choice and, and opened this space that made this possibility available for everybody around you. Yeah. And the other, the other thing about that is, you know, <laughs> some of these discussions, they can sound... You know, people like, are you scientifically validating that? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but not with any science you would understand. Yeah. Because all the science we have is linear. All of it is linear. And the the greatest minds in science are trying to say there's something nonlinear. And all the scientists are like, yes, can you make it linear so we can prove it or disprove it? I'm like, dude, what do you fucking know? Yeah. So everybody out there, everywhere you've been trying to make your life linear and provable and make your business provable and everywhere you've created a friggin' miracle and you haven't acknowledged it yeah. because you couldn't make it provable and reproducible and yeah. everywhere, instead of just going, wow, I did that. What would it take that more? Mm-hmm. You didn't everywhere. You look for how, instead of that, you did it, but you destroyed it and create it, please. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, bottom and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. And this is something that is just, I, it's been a huge part of my own conversation with myself lately and in my classes, this, the acknowledgement of what we know and, and what we're creating and what we're being. And, and cause it is such this, like, sometimes it can be this like tiny little seedling, you know, of a, of a plant that we like, every time we don't acknowledge it, we sort of like kick dirt on top of it, you know, or every yeah. time we believe this reality, we're just like kicking dirt on it, you know? And it, 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 this is such a different space and a different possibility that it, it requires this very active choice of to nurture it, you know, and really? to actually to, to bring our attention there and to go, yeah, there is something different here. You know, I am, I did just, I smiled at somebody and I know that I changed their world. Yeah. That just did something, you know, and because we, it's so easy to get swept up into the judgment of this reality and, and make that so insignificant. And um, so I'm just, I'm, that's been rocking my world lately. Just the choice that we have that we can be making every day to nurture that space. Um, of possibility of what we know of being with ourselves with other people um it's it's just it's pretty freaking amazing it is pretty freaking amazing and it's that you know i would say truly acknowledge the tiniest success in that area yeah you know like you said i smiled at them their world changed acknowledge it mm-hmm. you know create a miracle diary or something, whatever you want to call it. It's like, you need to start believing in miracles again because what a miracle really is, is so for someone at 
one level of consciousness. If, if they look outside and see something happen and they go, Oh my God, it's a miracle. But for somebody who has a level of consciousness greater than that person, they look and see it as, Oh, of course that's just natural. That's the way things Mm -hmm. actually are. Yeah. You know, it's basically an application of, if you want to call it natural law or consciousness, you know, it's like, well, yeah, that's what's possible with consciousness. But you have to have a large enough consciousness in order to recognize that the thing everybody else is calling a miracle actually just is. It's just a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And we have that choice and we have to acknowledge what other people call magic and miracles. We have to acknowledge what we would call magic and miracles, but also recognize that so many of these things are simply a choice to be miraculous. It's a choice to be phenomenal. It's a choice to be spacious. It's a choice to be contributory. All of these things. And the more we choose it, the more it becomes our reality. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Well, we're just about out of time, but um, I thank you so much. As always, these conversations are just phenomenal and such a contribution to me and I know to everybody else. Um, thank you for being here, for being you, for your time. Um, Dane is, uh, has got some just all kinds of amazing classes coming up. Uh, being you class in Mexico. There's an energetic synthesis of being in Houston. There's a SOP in Denver. I'm going to be there. I'm so excited about Yay. that. Um, so you can go to drdanehere.com to find out about that. And um, being you adventure classes with the being you facilitators all over the world. Um, that are awesome. Amazing, phenomenal people, beings in the world. Um, and those you can find at accessconsciousness.com forward slash being you adventures. And there's, they're all there. And these are truly some of the most brilliant people that I know. And I'm and, so grateful. And some of the kindest, most contributory yeah. people that truly desire to see you get to finally be you and they're such a such a beautiful invitation and a gift yep truly like heather ah thank you (laughs) well thanks everybody for being here um next week we're going to be here with alba multini another being you facilitator talking about being you with bodies and have a beautiful week everybody thanks again dane thank you bye Bye, y'all Thank you for joining us today for Creating Beyond Reality. Make sure to join Heather Nichols again next Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another adventure into the brilliance of you. Have an amazing week of possibility and creation. 